Hi, I'm Avalon Starlight, and you are listening to the Rebel Unicorns podcast. This season, I'm super stoked because we are talking about something very near and dear to my heart, chakras, and how they can completely transform your life and your business. Listen each week as I share my own chakra experiences, as well as introducing you to incredible guests with their own chakra stories. Are you ready? Let's get our rebel on. All right, Rebel Unicorns, here we go. We are diving deep into the seven floors of your energetic body. And today we are going to the foundation of basically who we are. <laughs> like, let's be real. The root chakra, you know, in a lot of spiritual practices represents safety and security. For me personally, when I you know, downloaded that I could read chakras. It was interesting because my first thought was I need to go and research as much as I possibly can about everything and ever written and experienced about chakras and spirit quickly, you know, tuned in and was like, stop. (laughs) I was like, so yeah, kind of spirit conversation goes like this. They're like, no. And I was like, what do you mean? No. Spirit was like, listen, we are going to feed this information to you in a way that is in service to your people. So let us work through you first, and then you can research chakras. And I thought that was a really interesting, um, significant thing to mention, because oftentimes when we receive information, our first thought is, oh, we've got to research it and we've got to validate it. And for me, when I downloaded that I could read chakras and and spirit was like, we're going to teach you how to do this. I had that moment of, ooh, maybe I need more information. And then I was like, well, you know, who do I actually want my teacher to be? Like, do I want another human or do I want spirit, God creator to actually be my teacher in this practice? And I was like, well, this seems like a no brainer. I'm going to choose my teacher as spirit. So for me, the root chakra represents this. It is being fully grounded into who we are and who we serve. Because my support through the chakras has always been, you know, how can we use the chakras in our business, in our service to, you know, really impact the world in a significant way through what our stardust, what we were placed in this human body to actually express as, as a creation into the world. And so when I started to dip my toe into doing energy readings and jumping in and out of you know, human bodies and trusting that spirit was guiding me the whole time. When I would get into the root chakra, I would notice that if the root chakra was out of alignment, it always was based on one of these four categories. So I began to actually call them the four misalignments of the root chakra. Because if we feed any energy into one of these four things, then we are like a leaky funnel that is dripping our energy into trying to please or get validation or approval or being afraid of judgment or, you know, these are basically the four misalignments, but I will label them more significantly. We're like losing our energy on people who are not part of our community, collective or soul family. 
you know, and oftentimes it's, it's like we are birthed, we choose our birth parents to have a significant experience on earth, to come back and learn the lessons that, you know, we can continue to come back learning until we reach a space of enlightenment. That's my belief. And it may not be your belief. And I totally respect that. But for me, this, this allows me to, you know, stand in my true knowing and power and feel so deeply connected to energy as a whole, knowing that every time that I've, I come to earth, that I'm moving even further in my path. And eventually I have this ultimate dream of being like an ascended master and being able to support uh, the human race in a bigger way. And so we have this funnel, which we've talked about the energy funnel, where spirit is delivering us downloads. It travels through the seven floors of our energetic body. When it lands at the root chakra, when you are grounded into who you are and who you serve, it's like a mirror, boom, bat signal up into the sky. And people all over the world will be like, I need to find someone who helps coach this, or I need to find somebody who curates the finest teacups in the world, or I need to find somebody who um, builds the most incredible high-end pools in backyards. And you know, in the moment when you are completely aligned and in tune, it's like your vibrational frequency somehow comes to these people. And they find you based on the fact that there's an alignment between your energy and their energy. And that's like a fully tuned on, tapped in, grounded root chakra. But what happens when you place any energy into any of these four misalignments, then you are leaking this most profound, powerful receive from source into the wrong side. I always say like we have this like preferred reality, you know, when you close your eyes and you're visualizing your future and you can see all of these like incredible desires, dreams, and wants that you have for yourself. And you just like, oh, you feel them. They feel so good. And then there's the non-preferred reality. And sometimes the non-preferred reality feels more real than what we don't see. And so at the root chakra, we tend to get lost. Even if you've worked on all your other chakras and you're like rocking them, we can lose energy at the very base, the very foundation, and then the whole system gets wobbly. And so the four misalignments of the root chakra are these four, and you can kind of connect in and feel them and feel what's resonant for you. So we have the fearing of judgment of others. So, you know, even just today, I was having a stardust call with somebody that I'm working with, and we were talking about what it is that they're in their body in the, you know, the expression of their stardust and what it would be. And they were saying, you know, hey, I would love to work in the spiritual community. I said, great, why don't you? And they said, well, probably because I'm, I'm afraid of what people are going to say. And you know, if I come out in this way and they said, okay, and are the people that are judging you, the ones that you want to work with? She was like, oh no, no, no. And I was like, okay. So we tend to fear judgment of people that are not even the people that we are going to align ourselves with, to be in service with, you know, we could fear judgment of our parents. We can fear judgment of our aunts, our uncles, of people living in our apartment buildings, of the market people when we go to buy our groceries, like afraid that they're going to perceive us or see us in a way that 
we don't want to be seen as. And, you know, a lot of my work, I help people come out of the spiritual closet because, you know, (laughs) there's a a certain level of belief that if we come out of the spiritual closet, that, you know, we're not going to be respected anymore or seen as professionals and business-like. And I'm like, I'm going to tell you this quick side story because I'm always like, hmm, because I work with medical mediums. I work with people who can diagnose and dissect your business within seconds. I work with people who can read very specifically your Akashic records or like I call them like magical humans. And I'm always like, if I had something that was wrong with my body, would I want to spend hours and hours and weeks and weeks and days and days, months and months trying to figure it out? Or would I just want to contact somebody who could just basically have x-ray vision and see the problem within an hour or two hours and be able to walk away with clear information? I'm I'm pro the latter, obviously, because this is the business that I'm in. So for me, being spiritually inclined is what I truly believe Rebel Unicorns is all about, is standing in this knowledge, standing in this power. You don't have to declare it as this example was, but, you know, it's a superpower, So we fear the judgment of how we're going to be received when we step fully into our service. And we also fear, you know, not just how we're going to be received. It gets to this place of like stopping you before you even press send on a post or place an email out. And so it can be quite paralyzing to be worried about what others are going to think about you. So if you have fear of judgment, that's a misalignment at the level of the root chakra. A second one, which was my significant one, was seeking approval. Oh, I'm such a seeker of approval. Um, I still am. I don't know. I still like the gold star. I love being told what a good job I'm doing. So feel free to write any comments or reviews <laughs> so that I can feel like, yes, I did a great podcast. Mm, that fires me up even just saying that. So seeking approval can be a very uh, misaligned area for you. For me, it was because I was doing things to try and get the approval of my family, right? I just figured I would just take everything that I was doing, every idea that I had, and I would just present it to them and be like, what if I did this? And what if I go here? And what if I be this? And, you know, they were never obviously excited about it or is not as excited as I was. And it was crushing to me because I just wanted to hear the praise of you're doing a great job and this is going to be amazing. And I have a very realistic based family. They are the ones that are like, well, you know, can you make a living at that? And if they can't see it in the same way that I could always see the world, then it felt always like it wasn't good enough right? Like my ideas or, you know, even when I became a personal trainer, it was like, Oh, that's not a, you're never going to make money at that. That's not something that, you know, creates a good business. And it was like, Oh, but I know I'm really good at it. And I know that I'm going to make money at it. And I know I can be really great. But it was that I would always be presenting people who were not part of my community, or that had my highest value in their minds, these ideas, hoping that they would accept them and praise me and seeking the approval. And I mean, this carried over even when I started my business, you guys, I would be seeking the approval of my coaches, of people in my my um, masterminds, my groups, they'd be like, did you see what I did? Did you? Did you? And like with the with my coaches, they'd be like, "Ooh, I want to be a testimonial. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it's, it's still there can be positive, but it's really your what are you really doing it for? 
right? You're doing it for an accolade or, or, but it really can pull you out of alignment at that root chakra. Um, cause it's not about the service in that moment. It's about being like seen as the best. Uh, then there is the people pleasing, which is the third misalignment of the root chakra. And people pleasing is one that we're going to be talking about with Nikki McKnight, who is one of the most incredible humans that I've been blessed to work with. And like, I, I, I got to work with Nikki and realize how she was people pleasing in her jobs, right? Because there was like, if I leave a job, even though I'm unhappy, then I'm disappointing people. And you know, oh, you know, I've got to make sure if I go on vacation that everybody, everybody set up and that they, you know, for the most part, particularly in the beginning, she may have, and don't quote me on this, like really spent some of her vacation working to make sure that everybody else, but the people pleasing is like, you're doing things for others to the detriment of your own health, wealth, and well-being. And, uh, so we're going to talk about that in the next episode coming up, but people pleasing is you completely lose yourself in the idea that you have to make sure everybody else is happy before you are happy. So it's like, okay, what's good for the husband? What's good for the kids? What's good for the clients? What's good for, you know, the, the business even, and you place yourself and your energy last. And the last misalignment of the root chakra is not having clear boundaries. And, you know, it's interesting because this was also one of mine because they tend to kind of group in two or three or maybe four, um, but not having clear boundaries and smudging them. You know, it's like, oh, I'm never going to work past five. And then you're like, well, this one time I'm going to work till 530 and then it's six and then it's seven. And then your laptop's in bed with you and, you know, you're waking up, drool down your face and, you know, you've fallen asleep with the laptop wide open again. Or, you know, the boundary of saying no to people when you really want to be saying no. And instead you are saying yes, just to make them feel good. And so you could have a boundary that I'm not going to go out while I'm accomplishing this task in my business, or I'm going to decline parties or decline coffee dates online or zoom dates or anything like that. And then somebody calls and you're like, Oh, I need you. And you're like, okay, just this one time. And you know, you, you do that enough and the boundary has gone. The boundary is gone. Uh, you know, if you're working from home and you have a boundary with your family that says, you know, well, I, my office door is closed, it means I'm working. And then you let them in one time and then they're coming in every time and then it's a revolving door and the boundary is gone. Because if you smudge once, it's smudged. And all, all of this is at the detriment to you being at the highest version of yourself and in your service. So just to repeat them, the four misalignments of the root chakra are people pleasing, not having clear boundaries, seeking approval, and the fear of judgment. So if you're feeding into any of these, this divine download is coming and leaking out your energy funnel to your non-preferred reality. So what do we do? What do we do? Oh my goodness, I have a leaky root chakra. 
How do I patch it? How do I get myself to my preferred reality? So A, you have to get clear that clarity comes with movement and that any step that you're taking towards your preferred reality is in the, uh, you know, momentum of creation. It's the momentum of, you know, having everything that you desire. And the interesting thing is, is that our reality doesn't change instantaneously, right? We have to call in a new reality. We have to shift our behaviors. We have to be willing to trust that things are on their way, even when we can't see them. So when we begin to pull back into the four misalignments, it often creates a disharmony, a disharmony to the people that as you're expanding and growing into this new version of yourself, right? They're not going to feel really comfortable with this because they, we all as humans want to be safe and comfortable. So if anyone in your life notices you expanding into this new version of yourself and, you know, putting clear boundaries up and like sharing parts of your story that maybe they didn't know about, or, you know, you start to collect friends on your Facebook from all over the world and, you know, from your masterminds and your close family don't understand how, you know, there's not like a personal Facebook anymore. And so they'll, they'll pull on you, right? They'll pull on you, but you have to hold the vision of what you're doing more intensely than, allowing the people who can't shift or change around you to pull you back before you're, you know, able to really shift into this preferred reality. But there's an understanding when you're grounding into who you are and who you serve, it's this like, we build what we desire before it exists. And so when you're like, okay, well, what am I going to do? I don't, match vibrationally everybody in my family or my friends anymore, but I don't have a new community yet where I feel aligned or that I feel like I can be truly myself with. You know, my motto is if you build it, they will come. And so, you know, you start to talk about what it is that truly lights you up and you trust that in the movement of just simply sharing, you know, whether it's like new spiritual practices that you're doing or some tips and tricks you've learned about how to, I don't know what I like, create a really powerful, easy lead magnet. And you just like, these are things that you're doing for yourself, but you start to share them with people who are also in the same business or in the same aligned state of mind as you. And, and people start to notice this. And one of the biggest things when you're beginning your business, and even if you're a well-established entrepreneur is that when you begin sharing something new, when you begin talking a little bit differently, or you're calling in something, maybe even, uh, you know, slightly different from what you would normally do, people are noticing before they are commenting, right? And so part of being in the root chakra and understanding this is, is releasing the attachment to the number of likes and the number of comments and the number of people that are engaging because what you're looking at in the level of the root chakra is creating a community or creating the capacity to be able to do the service that you're here in this world to do. So the most important piece is to be able to build the business, which is, you know, getting the right people 
on the phone or online and bringing them in to purchase your product or purchase your service. And that's a, that's a really big concept for people to understand the level of the root chakra, right? Is that we are here fundamentally to be in service. And I was talking to another client who wants to curate like really nice art. And they're like, well, that's not service. I said, I can tell you as somebody who collects tea mugs that there is something so amazing when there's a one place I can go to be amongst all of these artists. I just recently was in a small town on Vancouver Island where I picked up these tea mugs, right? And I could feel the joy that the the craftsmanship and the joy of the potterer, potterer that made the cup. And so every time I have a tea in this teacup, like I am sipping their joy and that infuses into my cells and it makes me so happy. And I was like, that to me is a service that this woman in this town was able to bring in all these artists from the island and create an opportunity for me to be able to, to have that experience. That is absolutely a service. And so, you know, first you have to get really, really good at understanding in the root chakra that you are here for something. You are here for something. It could be childcare. It could be being a CEO of a company. It could be that you are just so connected to the earth and you want to create you know, gardens in cities that feed the homeless population. Like there, that's a service. You guys are, everybody here is here for a service. And so then there's an understanding that the places and the people that we have been born into or currently surround ourselves with our present environment doesn't mean that it is the environment that we're meant to be in. And you can have both. This isn't a and, but situation. Sometimes it means that you have to shift your environment. Sometimes it means that the environment openly receives this idea and you're able to expand into it, but you have to be willing to look at your environment and say, are these people, is this location, is this, you know, place, maybe even city country that I'm living in fundamentally going to be in my service to my stardust and my community and be willing to shift to, to receive your preferred reality. So root chakra is the foundation for these very big questions that then become the, you know, work that you do in the next six levels of your energetic body. This felt like a lot. Did it feel like a lot for you guys? I mean, it's like a 20 minute podcast and it's like, whoa, But the thing about being in a fully aligned root chakra is that you get to show up every day in a community that, you know, is inviting, high vibrational, that you are in this like state of joy all the time. Nobody complains. Um, Everybody is looking to learn and to grow and to expand into, you know, the, the best versions of themselves. And that becomes the basis of conversation right? That tends to be a preferred reality, even if you're in activism, right? And you're looking at, you know, changing the government, you're surrounding yourself with people who have the vision of what the ideal version of this would be. And so you get to be in those conversations about how do we implement this? How do we change these these standards that we're currently living in. So you'll see a significant shift in the energy and the vibration of those you surround yourself with when you're in alignment. It just happens automatically. 
And the last thing that I'm going to say um, here in the root chakra is when you begin to do the work in the level of the root chakra and you're kind of like releasing and cutting ties with the lower vibrational people, and it doesn't mean that you don't love them. It just means that they're not wanting to change right now. They don't see change as a positive, significant experience in their lives. And that's totally cool. When I first had my spiritual awakening and I saw that the world was different than anything I had ever been taught, I almost wanted to shake every human in my life and be like, can you not see this? Isn't this amazing? And I realized really quickly that they didn't care like I did. And so there was like this, this discomfort or this moment where it was like, okay, I can continue growing and expanding and invite them up, or I can try and stuff my energy back down and lower my vibration so that they feel comfortable around me. And it was, I did both for a while, right? Like I was like, which one, which one? And truly, when you begin to align yourself with your service, with your truth, with your stardust, with understanding and knowing what you're here to do, you know, your energy will shift tremendously, it will shift quickly. And the greatest thing that I could say at the end of the Root Chakra podcast is always know that the greatest gift you give the people around you isn't to come back down to their level, but is to truly reach your hand back and say, you know, I'm going here. I would love for you to join me and offer them that invitation um, because that is the most powerful expression of love that you can give. And if they are like, nope, I'm going to stay right where I am, then honor, honor that because it's where they are right now. It doesn't mean that's where they're always going to be. And a really powerful thing you can do in service to them is just pray, pray and know that God and spirit and creator and goddess are, are really supporting them. You do not have to be the one to be, you know, taking on that role. So that's a lot for Root Chakra. I would love to, you know, what's your misalignment? Share it in the show notes, share it on social media. Let me know. And we... We'll talk to you next week for Sacral Shaka. Wow, that episode was mind-blowing. I hope you had as many ahas listening to it as I had recording it. I would love to see the Rebel Unicorns podcast spread far and wide across the globe, across the universe. So if you want to share it on your social media with something that you found impactful, leave a review, send it to a friend. It would be ah so deeply appreciated. Also, a little side note, I did recently change my name. I downloaded a year and a half ago that my name was Avalon Starlight. It was previously my birth name was Tamara Arnold. And if you're interested in learning what your rebel unicorn house is, oh yeah, there's a quiz for that. Think Harry Potter, except you're sorted into how you are impacting the world with your stardust and what energy you're here to shift and change. You can find out your Rebel Unicorn house at www.tamarearnold.ca slash quiz. Let me know, tag me in social media, send the quiz out, and join the Rebel Unicorns Facebook group to be in a community of like-minded spiritual entrepreneurs who understand that when you shift your energy, you transform your business.